Hello and welcome. My name's Leo. This is just going to be a really quick episode talking about some of the, you know, election results with the presidential, the Senate, the House, and talking about some of the implications for California. All right, let's go. Alright, so we're going to start with a little bit just in the presidential, because I'm sure a lot of you are thinking about that and have been thinking about that for a very long time. Oh, but first, um, really quickly, I am going to be having a full comprehensive uh, post-election results, you know, um, breakdown in California specifically, just taking a look at the, you know, U.S. House of Representatives, everything that was elected there, you know, State Assembly, State Senate all the ballot measures, everything like that. Um, the only reason I'm not right now is because a lot of the election results in California have not actually been um, you know, projected out. They haven't actually been called yet. Uh, that's a lot because California is slower counting than a lot of other states, um, which is why you're going to see the uh, you know, total vote for the presidential continue to rise, especially in Joe Biden's favor. Um, but yeah, a lot of those results aren't actually in yet, so um, look for that in the next couple of days. So, um, let's see, I'm recording at 3.34 Pacific time, um, where it currently stands. It looks like Joe Biden is actually on pace to win this thing. Um, so currently, Nevada and Arizona are still being counted. Uh, Wisconsin and Michigan just got called. So if Nevada, which is actually way closer than expected, um, but it looks like a lot of the states or a lot of the votes that are coming in are um, mailed in votes that are going to skew toward Democrats. And it looks like in Arizona, it's already being called in some places. If those two go blue with Wisconsin and Michigan, that right there is 270. So just with that alone, uh, Biden's going to win this thing. It looks like Pennsylvania is pretty favorable to him as well. I mean, it makes sense. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, a lot of those are the same kinds of voters. A lot of them, a lot of the time, those three go the same direction in a presidential like they did in 2016, which, you know, is what helped Donald Trump win. Um, so looking at those three, uh, it would make sense, or looking at Wisconsin, Michigan, it would make sense that Pennsylvania could also be maybe about a point um, in Biden's favor, which would be huge. Um, and also currently Georgia is still in play. Um, the map I have right now, it doesn't really say how many are still uncounted, but apparently it's definitely possible that, you know, with the mail votes that are coming in and it looks like a lot of the votes that haven't been counted are in the Atlanta area. Um, with those coming in, it looks like that it's totally possible. It says maybe around 94% haven't been counted yet. So, or, or 94 have been counted. So the remaining six is going to be a majority Democrat. It, it could be enough to flip it. And Pennsylvania looks like it could flip. Um, yeah, <laughs> long night. I, I stayed up pretty much all night. I was up three, 4 AM. Um, and at first, I'm sure a lot of you felt this way. At first, it was pretty disturbing. It was pretty alarming, especially for those of us who saw the exact same thing happen in 2016, where it looked like Hillary was up. And then, honestly, <laughs> devastating loss after devastating loss. Florida, North Carolina. You know, a lot of us were looking at Texas this year. Texas, no. Uh, so it started badly. And, of course what we're all talking about in the beginning, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan, 
they're going to be the key. But of course, those are the ones that they weren't allowed to count mail-in votings by design by Republicans. And now, of course, they're trying to say those votes shouldn't be counted at all, which we all expected that. So, you know, um, they're going to be counted. Uh, it looks like there's going to be recounts in Wisconsin, Michigan, probably Pennsylvania as well. Um, Georgia could be recounted. Nevada could be recounted. Um, but Michigan looks like the lead is wide enough uh, to where a recount isn't really going to change anything, even if there are some, you know, Trump uh, votes that get flipped. Um, and Wisconsin, it, it's a little bit more narrow, but... Um, it probably won't flip as well. We'll see. Uh, but if Pennsylvania gets picked up, if Georgia gets picked up, none of this matters. It doesn't matter. They can do as many recounts as they want. Um, one of those states is going to stay in play, and 270 is all it takes. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have to wait and see. Um, I don't want to dwell too much on this, and I'm sure you're listening to a lot of this on other podcasts. Uh, but, yeah, an interesting night for sure. Um, started badly, but... Uh, where we are now looks a lot better. And it, and it looks like Pennsylvania is going to be dropping some results soon. So um, by the time this comes out, I'm sure this will be completely dated <laughs> and you'll know who won at that point. But looks like Trump has a very narrow path. He would need Nevada at this point um, to flip and he would need to win North Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Um, and then I would just put him over 270. Uh, so anyway... Um, I don't want to get <laughs> too caught up on this. Um, it looks like the House is going to be staying uh, Democratic. Um, looks like it's going to be pretty much the same margin. And that's relevant to our discussion because California has a lot of those House seats that are Democratic. Um, so you can pat yourselves on the backs for that one. Uh, California helps the House remain Democratic. The Senate result is a little bit more in question. A um, little complicated here. So for those of us who wanted a uh, Democratic uh, Senate to go along with Joe Biden, which, um, you know, is, is somewhat essential, especially if Mitch McConnell is the majority leader, which he will be if Republicans hold on to it, uh, it's not going to be much getting done um, in terms of Congress. <laughs> it's not going to be much getting done at all. And... Um, you know, the president, the president can do a lot, as we've seen, but uh, they can only do so much um, alone. So where currently stands, Colorado flipped. Um, Hickenlooper won there. Um, Minnesota flipped. That was a great one. Uh, it looks like Arizona is actually going to flip, um, which that one was a little bit more predictable because, uh, and Colorado, a little bit more predictable just because the candidates there that Democrats were running were so strong. Mark Kelly, former astronaut, um, that's a great candidate. And then, of course, Hickenlooper, the former Democratic governor of the state. Um, Virginia's blue. Um, Illinois is remaining blue. And then Michigan, obviously, just tracks with Biden. But as it currently stands, um, Gary Peters is actually beating John James. Uh, the Democrats winning. So that's close. It's 0.3%, and it looks like it's under 15,000 votes. So um, that's definitely one to keep an eye on. And then with the loss of Alabama, the pickup of all the other seats um, that the Republicans picked up, it looks like the path to winning um, in, the, in the Senate, which 
it looks incredibly tough, but it's going to go through Georgia. Um, the Georgia race hasn't been called yet, but it's probably going to be red. Uh, and the Georgia special election is going to be Democratic, uh, hopefully. Um, that's where they're leaning currently. But that's going to be a runoff. And uh, it's it's going to be tough. I, I, I don't know exactly how many that puts the Democrats at, but um, they need to get to exactly 50. Uh, and right now it doesn't look very good. Uh, Maine was supposed to, you know, be one that was flippable, but Susan Collins won by actually quite a lot. Um, looks like seven points here. Uh, and um, Minnesota was a nice pickup, but uh, Georgia's a pretty tough loss. And then North Carolina also was a pretty tough loss. That one's actually fairly close. That one's within, uh, it's, it's under two points. So Democrats could see that one flip, but we'll see. Um, and, you know, it's important to note that it's going to be a while before um, we see the results for some of these. Uh, hopefully we get the Senate if Joe Biden gets in, because <laughs> Joe Biden without the Senate would be, um, it would be tough. It would be tough to watch. But, uh, you know, he'd be president, and that'd be great. Um, okay, I want to move on to one other thing here, and then I'm going to wrap it up. All right, so as I was just saying, uh, if Joe Biden gets in, um, obviously that means Kamala Harris gets to be vice president, um, which has major implications for California, actually, because she's currently the California United States Senator. Um, so if she gets in, um, and there's, a, there's an interesting path to see what happens. Um, so Governor Newsom actually gets to appoint a replacement without actually needing to call a special election. Um, my source here, by the way, is a Politico article I read. Um, so Gavin Newsom could appoint a replacement without calling a special election, and that's relevant because Kamala Harris still has two years remaining um, before re-election uh, on that seat. So whoever Gavin Newsom decides if, if he wants to appoint, um, to appoint, that person would serve the remaining two years and then face re-election, um, which in a in a blue year or in a in a midterm year um, in California could be you know fairly good to an incumbent um, just because uh, you know you see a little bit more volatility in uh, presidential years. Um, so even though he does have that power, technically he he has the power uh, to um, name a caretaker and call a special election. Um, so you know if he wants to, he could do that. Uh, it's not actually likely and. Most people expect him to just appoint someone. Um, so I'm going to run through a couple of the names that the website listed and then I saw in another article. And these are just names that are likely to be near the top of the list for him. So near the top of the list here is Alex Badillo. Um, he's currently the uh, California Secretary of State. Um, you know, puts him at a pretty good, you know, position to be able to be elected statewide and, uh, you know, hold the Senate seat. Um, second name here is the Attorney General Xavier Becerra, or Becerra. Um, he, again, elected statewide, uh, would be fairly likely <laughs> to be able to win that one again. Um, the thing that I noticed about these is it's two male names. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, you know, you're replacing a female senator. So um, the third name here is Representative Karen Bass. 
Um, she's actually the head of the Congressional Black Caucus in the U.S. House of Representatives. Um, and she was actually on Biden's VP shortlist. Uh, so she is a really interesting candidate. Um, you know, uh, a black woman replacing a black woman, it, it seems, you know, like a good idea, um, especially in a state like California. Um, another name here, uh, Representative Ro Kahana, Kana. Um, he represents the 17th district. And then uh, one of the last ones here is Representative Barbara Lee. Um, so those are, those are some names to take a look at. Um, keep an eye on, um, you know, while you're looking at everything else. Um, but yeah, uh, basically keep an eye on this. This is going to be unfolding over the next few weeks if Joe Biden does make it in there. It's going to be fairly immediate that Gavin Newsom's going to want to get someone in there pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, but that's all I have for you right now. Uh, I will be coming back with a full comprehensive list of, you know, all the important races that were won in California, um, statewide, you know, all the ballot measures, state house or state assembly, state Senate, um, looking at, you know, house of representatives. Um, so look for that in the next couple of days. I'm not going to do that yet because California takes a while to count those votes and the close elections aren't going to be decided for a little bit. So a few days, um, you know, maybe as soon as tomorrow or the next day, but we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this special podcast here. Um, just a quick one, uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope all of you Democrats and all you people who, you know, supported Joe Biden really take a moment and enjoy this because although it wasn't the blowout that many of us wanted to, you know, totally dispute Trump and his agenda at the national level, Joe Biden, it looks like currently will be winning and uh you know that's that's <laughs> that's what we wanted you know and um it's important to remember that and it's important to enjoy it uh but anyway thank you so much for listening i appreciate it and get some sleep